Yo, it's Alex Terranova, and welcome to Flip the Lens, where Brie Holland, London Papa Michael, and myself smash down the walls of perfection, performance, and looking good to dive face first into deeply vulnerable and personal conversations where we expose and explore what it means to be authentic and how to succeed in a world desperate for a facade. What's up? Welcome back to Flip the Lens, quarantine editions. Um, and I feel like we're going to be quarantined for a long time. How are you guys doing, Bree, London? What's up? Hey, good morning. Doing well. Um, day in paradise, right? <laughs> if, if home is paradise, yeah. I saw somebody today posted like a thing that was like their beautiful bathtub and their like gorgeous bathroom. And I was like, I messaged them and I was like, I feel like I'm getting ripped off on this whole quarantine thing. Like nobody told me I could have that option. I know I didn't get the notification soon enough to order my whirlpool and set up my like oasis in my backyard before all this went down. <laughs> it's we're joking about it, um, but it's you know the thing that I like am really recognizing is like I have enough, and I think all of us like are like you know have enough space and whatnot. Um, but man, privilege like whatever your privilege is before this is like exacerbated now, right? If you were stuck in like a terrible situation or a tiny place, like it is, it's just like super magnified now. 100%. Um, I wanted to talk about today this, that same idea, this magnifying glass idea that like, so I've been thinking a lot about how happiness is always a challenging thing for me. Like it is the biggest, I want to say obstacle for me to overcome. We've joked on here, like I'm the business coach, the life coach, the performance coach that hates life. And I'm just like, well, this is the option I got. So I'm going to make the best of it. But like I wake up most days and I'm like, oh, fuck, let's go. All right, let's do this. Like I have to generate happiness. I have to generate joy. I have to do meditate. I have to work out. I have to journal. You know, I have to talk to people and interact with people that can like lift me up that don't. And I have to cut out all the people that are negative because they just feed into my default. And what I've noticed about the situation we're in is whether it be quarantine or a world disaster or, or the economy is it's magnifying like whatever our defaults are. So if you're like a super happy person, like just by default, you're probably like stupidly optimistic right now. And it's like annoying. And if you're a really negative person, you're probably like, we're all going to die and you're like bought 50 guns last week um if you know and if you're some other version it's probably just a magnifying glass and i was curious for you guys like where you see that don't all talk at once <laughs> everybody jump <laughs> in <laughs> go ahead Bree. um it's interesting because i am probably the glass half empty person which is really surprising to a lot of people because i do portray this like happy bubbly like optimistic type on social media but i think that i have to work really hard at being that way like it's definitely a choice for me it's not just i wake up and i'm excited i think london mentioned on a call like just because he's the trainer he doesn't just jump out of bed like i'm so excited to you know be sore and work out and it's the same for me like i don't wake up like excited to be a mom and excited to run a business all the time and there's so much that brings me down my brain defaults to 
God, this sucks. It's so hard. Why is the world against me? Glass half empty. And Aaron's like the complete opposite of we're thriving. Like we're going to be millionaires. We're crushing it. So we butt heads a lot there, but I do have to find ways to choose to like stand in happiness, find ways to like pump myself up. Even when I'm, I have to fight against my brain almost on a daily basis. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's also, what's the barometer of, you know, if you think I'm happy or if you think I'm not, or who is, or who isn't, you know, um, I'm, I don't think I necessarily have the, uh, personality where I'm like jumping up for joy kind of guy, like all the time. Uh, you know, obviously occasions I can be like that, especially if I'm playing sports or, you know, someone I really care about is doing extremely well. Like I'm always like that in the gym when I train people, you know, people almost find it, I don't want to say funny. It's like, wow, you're so into it. I'm like, yeah, cause I'm committed to you. Like I enjoy doing this and I enjoy seeing you do well. Um, overall, I feel like I'm a happy person, especially, you know, since I've been on this journey I've been on and pursuing things that really matter to me and not, uh, having somebody tell me what to do or how to do something, you know, kind of taking hold of my life and, uh, the way I choose to do things, whether it be, uh, just everyday activities or whether it's, uh, me in business to where it's just me, which, and like anything in life, it can be good and it can be bad. For me, I'd say this experience hasn't nest with the whole, uh, you know, quarantine part. I would say it's just reminded me how lonely it can be on the journey that I'm on because I already kind of live an isolated life because I don't go out much. Um, I stay very busy with work. A lot of work I do is from home or from the computer, writing stuff down and then trying to make that happen as a business planner, as a trainer. And now it's like, oh, you can't go out on a date or you can't even go to the gym and see people or can't meet a friend for uh, a drink or you really, you kind of get shunned upon going to lay out at the beach. And it has been nice enough to where you can lay out on the beach. Mm-hmm. I have gone for a walk with my roommate and I've started running again. But uh, yeah, you know, happiness, I think they say is a choice. Um, you know, it's different for everybody, but uh, it's uh, definitely a good time to uh, do your best to uh, keep level-headed right now. Times are very weird. London, you brought in loneliness, which is really the could be a big part of happiness. I'm actually working on my next book and it's called Fuck Happiness. Um, and a whole piece on how loneliness affects a lot of people and it's one of the fastest rising and growing like problems in the United States specifically, even with all the ways that we had connection and all those numbers were before what's going on now. So when everybody was able, I'm curious how you're like dealing with it how do you, how are you dealing with the loneliness? Like what, besides like the walks with your roommate, are there any other things you're doing so you don't get overwhelmed by it? Uh, not, I don't really know. I haven't, that's a good question. Um, I'm just trooping on each day. Like I do every day with life. I mean, it's every day I, uh, you know, I, I'm just, how do I say this? Um, No, I'm not like reading a special book. I'm not watching a certain kind of movie. You know, I'm just living my life. I get up, I cook, I go run, I work out, you know, talk to my roommate, maybe catch up with a friend, but I'm not doing anything extremely different. It was just, uh, you know, it really brought a bright lens, a magnifying lens of like, man, you know, just kind of, kind of lonely right now. I think I definitely took for granted the little things like London mentioned, like I don't go out and party. Like, I don't, it's not something like, oh, every weekend and I miss going out to the bars, but 
the little things, you don't realize really how much human interaction you have, even if you're a homebody or even if you work from home or run your own business. I considered myself as someone who really didn't have friends and I didn't do a whole lot. I sat at home, took care of my kids, whatever. I figure I don't really do much. But then this whole situation has brought up, wow, I really miss just like going to Starbucks and getting a coffee with that mom from school. Like even if that happens once a month or the ability to go to the grocery store and like be around other humans. So I think it's magnified that for me in, oh wow, I do a lot of things and also has made me realize how much busy work, right? Like we all say we don't have enough time or to do the things we wanna do. And I've realized how much time I was wasting with probably just like non things that didn't matter. Um, so for me, it's been interesting. Like I would say I'm kind of outgoing, but I didn't really like do a ton. But then being home, I'm like, wow, I actually did more than I thought. I actually hung out with people and was around people more than I perceived it. And this is just kind of like opening up that, wow, <laughs> I miss people. I miss just being around them. Even if like, I don't have a huge group of friends, I just miss being at a restaurant where other people are enjoying food. I miss like going to the store and being around other moms that are grocery shopping. Just those little things that are like, wow, it's not here. It's not, it's not every day that I'm just around people. Brie, it's, it's, it's funny to like listen to you because everything that I'm thinking is the opposite of yours. I'm like sort of loving this. Now I'm not loving that there's people suffering and people that are in really bad situations. Like I, I wish that was not the case. But the fact that like I'm in my place with with a who I live with my cousin who is amazing and she's like one of my best friends. I have a great place with a balcony so I can be outside. Like so I get to like work outside and I have all these you know I live with in this situation that's like pretty good. But what I notice is I don't I live a lot of my happiness or unhappiness comes from like shoulds and shouldn'ts. What we should be doing, what I should be shouldn't be doing, and like kind of FOMO like things. Like, oh, I should be going out to this restaurant or I should be going to this bar. I should be going to this social event or this networking thing or this business thing. And I actually, a lot of things about my life that I do, I do them because I'm committed to results and goals, but I don't necessarily enjoy them. But I feel pressure to do things because of society or results. And the fact that I just get to like be at home and like do a lot of the things I do enjoy is actually really nice and, and, and de-stressing. I think it like, uh, people think I'm an extrovert, but I'm actually like very introverted and I, and I, I'm just become good at being an extrovert. But I, I think, so it's an interesting thing. Like I actually am enjoying this. Like it's weird to say, but if you told me I had to be inside for like another two months or so, I'm like, let's go. Like I'm all right with this. I do miss the gym. I miss like going to hot yoga classes. And yeah, it would be nice to like maybe go out to dinner or something, but I don't know. I'm trying to really find like the peace and the joy in the situation I'm in. Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't get lonely and that I don't get sad, but I just noticed the opposite of what you were saying. It brings up like seeing the world freeze. Like for me, it's this very interesting concept. I've seen a meme like a couple times now of like, the world's frozen or, oh, it's like a social experiment and all this stuff. And it's kind of weird because Aaron and I were like, you know, sales might be down. People are, are not working or working from home or it looks different. But I'm like, the world didn't stop. 
like <laughs> we're still waking up and I actually went live and shared about this on my Instagram because so many people are like, like it's frozen. And I'm like, I'm still moving my body. I'm still working out. I'm still waking up every morning and making my bed and taking a shower and playing with my kids. Like the world didn't stop just because we're going through something doesn't mean things stopped. Things look different right now, but I definitely think the perspective of a lot of people, it's, it's very interesting to see. And again, that's coming from a pessimistic, like I was pretty like what's happening, what's going to happen with our business. Our kids can't go to school. Like what's going on. But the fact that so many people are just like stuck, they're like, I can't do anything. And I'm like, that's such a weird way to look at it. Like the world is still spinning. The world is still going. People are still waking up and breathing and living their life. And it's interesting. Aaron and I are still showing up and we're helping people earn money online, right? To pay for groceries and pay for the things they need. And Aaron and I are still paying our bills with our business. We're still working. We're still hanging out with our kids. So it's very interesting, that concept of like, People are just like not doing anything. It's like their life just stalled and they're waiting to get through this. And I don't know if London, if you feel like, I know you mentioned you're just going, like you're still just working and you're still working out and you're doing things. But it's interesting that so many people are just waiting. Like they're just doing nothing and they're waiting for something to happen or things to go back to normal. And I kind of feel like I'm excited to get through this for it not to go back to the way it was like. Yeah. What do they say? Adapt or die. You know, when I do the things that have been successful for me in the past, which is, uh, you know, cooking, which I really enjoy and I cook, I eat healthy. And then, uh, for me to start running again, which is, uh, something I used to really enjoy in New York and I ran before to train for races. So I started doing that again, just to kind of give myself an extra push. Cause I was kind of lagging mentally of like, ah, shit, just another day at the house, like all day, got to stay inside. Um, so just kind of getting back to the basics and realizing things haven't changed that much, you know, and, uh, it, you know, it's, it's about what you make it. And I've come too far in life to where like, I'm going to let this stop me from, you know, life moving on for me. Cause in the end, I feel like things will go back to, uh, you know, normal as in things will be different, but we'll have our everyday activities, you know, and I want to make sure I'm prepared and I don't want to skip a beat and use this as an excuse for me not to propel myself forward. And you all can, and we, it's easy to sit there and eat ice cream and then eat some more um, popcorn, maybe smoke some more weed, drink some more wine, all that bullshit. I get it. Um, I've been there, but, uh, even if I do that or some of those things, it's still counterproductive. So I'm just trying to do everything I can to stay true to me and what I know works for me, which are those things. Uh, Brie, you brought up the piece about like, there's people that are just waiting and, and London seems like someone who's like kind of trying to go forward. I want to, we're going to make this a two-parter episode, but I want to like leave our cliffhanger on this metaphor that I created while working with my coach this week about like who I want to be during this situation. Um, and I actually just made an IGTV video about it, about like, this is the hunger games. Like this might be the closest any of, you know, our world might experience a thing like the hunger games. And I don't mean for like, there's people that are living in war torn places, but the people that are listening to this podcast are probably not those people. And I want to talk about the different kinds of characters that show up because one of them is one of the types that I think that you're just talking about, Bree, which is the people that are sitting around like hiding and waiting. Like, 
can this just be over? Can we just like get to what's get to what's next? Can we just go back to real life? And to what both of you have said, there might not be the same life when this is over. Like it's more likely that it won't be just like after 9-11 and everything, things change, whether they're subtle or dramatic, it's always changing. So I want, let's pause this right here. And then I'll introduce more of that, that metaphor as we go forward. And you can find out more about like who you are in this hunger games idea. And I think both you guys will have a different perspective, but I'm interested to see what you guys think. So thanks for listening. Please subscribe, like follow, and uh, we'll see you in part two. Bye guys. Adam, you want us to just keep going? Yeah, just keep going. Cut okay. part two right here. All right, just edit this, obviously. What's up and welcome back. Flip the lens, Bree London. This is part two of a happiness, loneliness, FOMO, quarantine, Hunger Games <laughs> episode. How long can we keep the quarantine podcast train going? <laughs> so... We ended the, the part one with this metaphor that I wanted to present and I want to lay it all out for you guys and see what you guys think. So my coach, actually, I was struggling with two dualities. Like I was, there was one part of me that was like, I need to go, go, go. I need to make that next program. I need to make that next course. I need to do all these things right now so that when this is over, whenever that is, I'll be like ahead of everyone else. Like as if it's a race and I get a head start because I use this time better than it. And that just like didn't feel right for me. First of all, it was a comparison. Like I'm running my own race. Like I just don't, I think that the hustle, 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 go, go, go is like the industrial revolution of our world. And that's like how we got here with a lot of problems. And so for me, that didn't feel right. It's not wrong or bad for anyone else. Just for me, it didn't feel right. And then as Bree, you said, there's other characters like in the Hunger Games, right? Those first characters are the ones that run for the food, run for the weapon. And because of their fear of getting killed, they actually go on the offensive and attack. So there, it's like the hustle, hustle, go, go, go. And then there's the characters on the other side of that coin that hide. They're just hiding. They're just waiting. And they're just like hoping that this will all be over and maybe they make it through. And that doesn't work for me either to just to, to London, as you said, just like sitting around, drinking wine, watching Netflix, playing video games, kind of doing nothing. Doesn't feel right for me either. You know, and, he, and my coach said to me, well, who do you want to be during this time? And I was like, I want to be the person who simply takes it day to day. Like I actually move through my life and I live one day at a time and I trust myself that I can handle anything that shows up. And I have faith in the bigger picture of the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, that it will provide the things that I need when I need them. So if I pass up the food and the weapons in that moment, when I need them, they'll be there and I'll be good to use them. And that to me actually felt like honest and right. And it felt like a new paradigm of human beings. What do you guys hear, you know, seeing that for yourselves or, or introduce other characters that you might see? Um, I, I hate to do this to you, man. I don't remember the movie enough to remember any of the characters. <laughs> well, I made up those characters, so you don't, but that, the metaphor and the idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you and I are on the same page. Like, I uh, don't want to be boring for the audience, but I kind of, I see eye to eye with you on this one, Alex. Bree? I think that um, I I see it as, like, 
for a week I just sat <laughs> like I was the person that was like I'm just gonna hide behind this tree and pretend it's not happening um so again the characters I oh, man that movie is so old I feel like <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back but um yeah I think I hid for a minute like if we just pretend it's not there then maybe it will go away um I think that's with like a bad relationship or a friend or something you don't love in life you're like maybe my boss will just go away or maybe they'll get replaced or, you know, maybe my kids will just start behaving. Like I'll wake up and they'll just be nicer to each other. So I think in one sense, I was just kind of waiting it for, I was that character just waiting for it to disappear and the problem to just kind of go away. And I think that this past week I've shifted my mindset to be the person that's like, you know, we talked on an episode about, who do I want to be on the other side of this? And so I've really tried to rise to the occasion of, you know, people are having fear of, are they going to have a job? And people are really terrified of how they're going to pay their bills. And so if I can be that person and um, armor myself with everything in my power to just keep walking in faith that what is meant to be will be. And I don't think that anybody is promised you know, change and greatness without some pain and some struggle. So for me, I'm like, okay, it looks a little different. <laughs> like Aaron and I just started a new business and it looks way different. And our plan has had to shift drastically. Um, it just doesn't look like what our 90 day map out was to like crush it and grow an income from home. But I'm like so grateful for it. Like I've had to relinquish so much control. I'm a control like crazy person, I've had to like relinquish a lot of that and just be a giver, right? Like I can't control sales. I can't push product on people that have lost their jobs. I can't, you know, make anyone buy in a time of craziness. But what I can do is be the person to arm myself with giving. And I think that's going to play a big role in getting through this stronger, becoming a better person, learning a lot about my character and growing on that. So for me, just focusing on like the things that I do have, what I've wanted to improve on and not see that I'm stalled in, you know, self-improvement and like, what was I, what was I gaining out of something or what am I gaining out of something that, you know, is crazy that everyone's experiencing differently, that everyone's walking through, you know, no one's immune to what's going on right now, whether it's their job that's affected, their kids are affected you know, whatever it is, nobody's immune from it right now. So, um, yeah, I just think like playing into that strength of trying to hang on to this, we can use this and get through this and be bigger, better. Like I'm a God fearing woman. Like, I don't know where you guys are with, you know, your relationship with, um, religion, but I truly believe I told my mom, I texted her and was like, God wouldn't give us anything we can't handle, right? <laughs> like kind of question statement. And she responded back and she was like, well, yes, he will. He will give you way more than you can handle so that you can relinquish it up to him. And so for me that I'm like religious and I just was like mind blown. Like, yeah, you're right. I need to let go of control of needing a car for four kids and needing more income to pay our mortgage. And I can be the person to just give and know that he's going to like, not leave me needing, right? So that's kind of, I guess, the character I'm showing up as. <laughs> Wait, Brie, does your mom have a bat phone to God? 
because I have some questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll hook you up with her cell, and you can. Uh... <laughs> I, I have some questions that I need answered right now that are like really, you know. Well, maybe um, we can drop drop the cell number in the comments of this episode. <laughs> I, have a couple I think you bring up like a. What, what do you got on it? Um, I think it's important for everyone to realize that like we all have our struggle with this or whatever goes on in life. Like the important part is like not what your struggle is as in like the loneliness or you're depressed or oh, awesome. You're happy all the time, whatever. It's uh, what you do about it and how you respond. So don't mistake that like any of us or anyone isn't having their issues and it's okay to bend a little bit. Just don't break. Have a couple of days to where you're off and you're feeling like shit or you're mentally self-sabotaging, but just don't let that shit last, man, because that is something that will just, it'll ruin you. You know, just, I really want people to keep that in mind. You know, like we're all human. We all have our issues, but you've got to keep moving forward. You just put something really cool. I love the idea that like, don't, like bend but don't break and what breaking looks like looks so different for everyone i remember when i started my business and and you brought in like religion and faith free when i started my business like six years ago and that first year five that first you know first two years really were really challenging like i wasn't making money people weren't hiring me i'd quit my job i had gotten engaged i bought a ring that i couldn't afford because from my ego you know, I was, I just put myself in a really pressureful spot and I was getting my butt kicked by life, by business, by relationship, all of it. And at that time I didn't have a powerful relationship with God in any way, like not religious, not spiritual, anything. And it was all about me. I had to do it all myself because there was nothing else. And I remember I started to have these crazy breakthroughs in spirituality. And then all of a sudden I was like leaning into spirituality, like God as in like, oh, you'll do this for me. Well, that doesn't happen. You can't just sit on the couch and like eat a sandwich and hope that God like makes your life good. That's not how it works. And I had this amazing breakthrough one day. I was in the shower and this, this is relates to breaking. And I remember feeling like I was at like my wits end with all of it. And I, and I started bawling in the shower about how everything wasn't working and I, I didn't think I could do it. And I literally like fell to my knees in the shower and in that moment, having this kind of like, I felt like I, you know, got like a message, like God spoke to me. And because the thing in my head that I heard was, it's not about you and it's not about me. It's a, we got to do this together. Like it's, we're in it together. God, I'm not going to fix your problems and you can't do it without me, but we can do it in partnership. And whether that be with humans, with, with spirit, whatever you believe, it's not, there's not one right way. I'm not advocating that, but whatever. You, and I remember in that moment feeling like just getting that and being like, I have to do what London said, which is I got to keep taking steps forward and waking up every single day and just living one day at a time. Like I don't have to win the next six years. I just got to win today. And in part of winning today is actually releasing some of the surrender or like releasing some of the control to something bigger that something's got me and it doesn't always look good. Like, we don't know that the thing that got us doesn't put us through something bad because on the other side is the thing we actually want, but we have to walk through the swamp to get to, like, the paradise. Uh, so it just made me think of, like, breaking. Like, I broke. Like, falling to my knees, I totally broke. But I didn't, like, give up. I, like, surrendered. Um, 
so yeah thanks for putting that in guys that was yeah really for cool. me i don't even consider that breaking i like the word surrender man like i think you break if you like end up like like ultimately dying right if you're still breathing like there's still a chance right unless you're really just like sleeping on the street and you're like i don't care at all like fuck life i'm not doing anything i'm not gonna contribute to myself or society but you know again it's everyone's perspective but i uh i like the way you put that man you surrendered i think there's also a key component of like this happening to us i think there's like a lot of victim mentality of like why is this happening to us? And again, like I said before, like it's happening to everybody, right? Like you're not special. I'm not saying you shouldn't have your feelings about it, but like, let's be real. We all have been affected. And so I think for me, when I realized that like, I only have this one life, this one day that I woke up and just because I have a plan in my head of where I want to go, like you can map out, but you might get to a turn and, and God or whoever you believe in or whatever your, your path, you know, that you thought you were on, you might have to turn right. Even if this whole time, this whole year you've been working to get to that turn and you've wanted to turn left, it might not be possible. So I think being able to shift your focus and be like, that doesn't mean I can't get to that end result. It doesn't mean that you can't pivot and it might look different, right? The plan might have to shift a little. And I think that's happened a ton with Aaron and I this year with our business, with, you know, me getting pregnant. I'm like, this was not ideal. Like I went, I told you guys on the episode, like it was not ideal to have another kid right now, but shifting and going, okay, it's happening. Like I, I, I can't change it now. So like, how can I shift, make it a positive and grow from there? So also keep in mind doing these things that we're talking about that like benefit us and help us come out of this darkness isn't easy. Like, again, let me put this in your head, people. It is not, I didn't want to run yesterday. I have shin splints. My legs are sore. I was tired. Like I didn't want to run. It was awful. But once I did it, I was in such a better mood. I had uh, more energy, like just, you know, what's good for you. And it doesn't have to be, if you really like baking and that calms you and soothes you make the best damn cake you can and enjoy it with whoever you're with. If not eat the whole damn thing by yourself, but you know, what's good for you do those things anyways. And I guarantee you afterwards, you're going to be in a lot better mind state. And if you, if you, if you end up being wrong, I'm wrong about this, drop in my DM and tell me, but I guarantee you I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love, I love the, that, yeah, it's up to us and it looks different for everyone. You know, I had to like delete some people off my social media that their stuff is just negative and it's always like bad news. And it's not that their news is fake or wrong. I just don't need more extra of that. I can go get that on my own. I added some people, like, I don't usually follow people, a lot of people that I don't actually know. And I actually went out in the world and found some like poets and some cartoonists and people that are writing really funny, uplifting, positive things that like help lift me up because that's a choice I can make. And I think the same thing, you know, me and my, um, me and my cousin have created some rules in our house. And one of the rules, so she proposed, she was like, Hey, how about no TV Monday through Wednesday? Because it's so easy to get lost in that and it's not helping us. So we decided, Hey, no TV Monday through Wednesday. And then it's also more exciting when the weekend comes, we get to like, jump into that and watch some stuff. But we also instituted like family dinners and we trade off making dinner. And then we're like, Hey, let's throw it back and have like a drink with it. 
So we don't normally drink in our house, but we're like having a drink with dinner and it's kind of like a thing. And she takes a picture of it and she sends it to our whole family. And then there's like connection through that. We, um, I think those little things have it go a little different and give us a little, it's not that we can control it, but we're getting responsible for our feelings, our emotions, and how we're gonna be with all this. Is there anything else you guys have that you feel like we need to talk about on this kind of I think episode? touching on what London said, so like taking away, if you take something away from this episode, um, things are gonna happen. It's how you react and choose to respond to the situation that's gonna create your outcome. So everybody's going through it, everybody's dealing with it in a different way, but how you choose to wake up and respond will drastically impact when we come to the other side of this, your outcome. Yeah? Yeah, so all right, cool. So I think what London said too is pretty great. If anybody that's listening to this is like, I don't agree with you guys, or I do agree, and I want some support or some help. You know, I, I think I can speak for you, London, and for Bree, that you guys are like willing to like chat it up with somebody online if somebody wants something. Um, and I'm willing, like I've been giving away coaching sessions for free. So whether it be 15 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes, I've been offering it up to people, small businesses, entrepreneurs, or anyone. If I can support you, reach out, DM me, email me, however you need to do it. Um, but I think all of us want to support and provide in any way that we can. So we're here, you know, whether you, you know, want to bring the hate or you want some support or you want to bring the love. Bring it. <laughs> bring it Thanks, all. Guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, like, subscribe. Reach out to us and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening. It's not easy to create these episodes, but we know it's important. We need more real, open, and honest conversations because we know that whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. A life pretending isn't worth living. So please share this podcast with a friend and thanks for listening.